Friends, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at the world, religious trends, in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nikrita, your host, and thank you for joining us today. I'll invite you to stay for the whole program because uh, we have something special for you. For the whole week, we approach this uh, aspect of uh, Jesus, uh, the spirit and discipleship. And we are going to learn how to be disciples of Christ and um, to even recognize, to see if we are in the in the right way, the fruits of the discipleship. But before we moving on, I would like you to be part of this program and you need um, to have this number in case if you want to text us, uh, maybe share a thought with us, uh, ask a question, or just be part of this program. And the number is 04-888-808-11. I repeat the number again. It's 04-888-808-11. On the same number, we have prepared for you today a very good book as our free gift. Um, make sure that you have this number saved and you can request that offer. We'll come to that uh, uh, just in a minute. Uh, but right now, I would like to welcome to our program via phone um, two of my uh, co-hosts. And um, one is uh, uh, David De Lima from Family Voice Australia. David, it's uh, good to have you with us. Well, thank you, Nick. It's great to be with you once again. And also, I have got on the line uh, Jason coming uh, all the way from New South Wales. Jason, it's good to have you part of this program. Yeah, thank, thank you. It's uh, good to be, um, be here with you again. Very good. And I will talk a little bit more about uh, Jason a little bit later because uh, yeah, Jason is going to share with us um, a little bit more. Uh, but uh, before that, I really want to come now to David because, um, uh, David, uh, there is some uh, breaking news and all the channels there, radios, televisions, they are uh, talking about the same thing. Can you tell us what's the event? Well, of course, Nick, you're referring to the concluding of the life of our beloved Queen Elizabeth II, Queen of Australia, head of the Commonwealth and her other realms. By the grace of God, all of those phrases are from the Royal Style and Titles Act. So here in Australia, we revered Queen Elizabeth as our own queen even though it's been some time since last she was here and uh, became too old to travel here, of course, but visited Australia 16 times. Uh, so very much loved, and it's a very, very sad day internationally. Yes. Now, David, um, you know, as, as Christians, and uh, yeah, I believe she was um, not only a uh, you know, a very well-recognized um, personality all around the world, but uh, it, it showed the world some character, you know, some uh, good principles. Uh, now, we serve the king of the universe, the everlasting God, you know, and this is an amazing thing because we can look at um, on this earth and see, you know, how the subjects of a um, kingdom like... Uh, like what we are talking about now, how people are impacted, you know, and uh, affected. Now, I know, I'm not sure if uh, I wouldn't ask this um, 
um, too deeply, but uh, I'm not sure if you are a monarchist or a Republican, but doesn't matter. Everyone around the world, actually, they pay tribute to Queen Elizabeth yes. II. You know, they, they've seen something very um, interesting, you know, very special uh, in the reign of this uh, monarch. Um, yeah, what, what are your thoughts in regard to this? Well, that's exactly true, Nick, that people of all political persuasions and even different faiths have uh, recognised how wonderful Queen Elizabeth was. Of course, she is, she was, I should say, a very keen Christian, and she made that very clear every year when she addressed the Commonwealth on her Christmas Day message. And the message given in 2011 Runs as, runs as follows, quote in part, God sent into the world a unique person, neither a philosopher nor a general, important though they are, but a saviour with the power to forgive. Mm. It is my prayer that on this Christmas day we might all find room in our lives for the message of the angels and for the love of God through Christ our Lord. And then back in 2002 she said, I know just how much I rely on my own faith to guide me through the good times and the bad. Mm. Each day is a new beginning. I know that the only way to live my life is to try to do what is right, to take the long view, to give of my best in all the day brings, and to put my trust in God. Like others of you who draw inspiration from your faith, I draw strength from the message of hope in the Christian gospel. So Queen Elizabeth had a very personal and vigorous faith in the Lord Jesus. And in a sense, it goes with the job, which is a wonderful thought, really, because uh, it is good and right that we are governed by people who recognize Jesus as Savior and Lord. Mm, mm. Yes, indeed, um, David. And, um, you know, she vowed, you know, and I listen again to those things, you know, that to serve um uh, the people, you know, uh, yes. even and yes, she said, uh, if I, for however long or short I live, she vowed to to serve uh, her subjects, and that's wonderful, you know, when uh, a person on this earth uh, commit itself, you know, uh, himself or herself to uh, to serve others, because that's actually what God is inviting us. To do, okay. and we are going to talk a little bit today about discipleship. You know uh, what yes. that means uh, to be a disciple uh, and to serve the King of the Universe. You know, this is true. And you know, our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, the King of the Universe. You know, He came on this earth and He died. But the amazing thing is that you know He raised again. You know, there are very good kings on this earth. Some of them forgotten, some of them maybe remind here and there, you know, remember, we remember about them sometime. But, uh, you know, Jesus is remembered in the hearts and the lives of, of uh, many people, even those who don't believe in him, you know, still recognize yes. that there was, uh, you know, he was on this, uh, on this earth. Yes, they yes. uh, look, uh, it's a sad, um, Time, you know, for uh, many people, I believe, as you just pointed out, even for those who may not uh, um, follow the queen, you know, or may not even um, have beliefs like her. Um, but uh, at this stage, our hearts goes through to uh, the whole family in particular um, and all those people around who, who may be upset at this time. Um, this is true. 
But it's we, a sad, yes, it's a sad day, but it's also a day in which we can look back on a life well lived by mm. the grace of God. Mm. There's a wonderful verse in the book of Ecclesiastes that says, "A good name is better than fine perfume." Yes, and the day of death better than the day of birth. That's a remarkable statement. Mm. The day of death being better than the day of birth. Why is that? Because only after one's life has concluded can anyone look back on it and conclude whether they lived their whole life well. Yes. And certainly by the grace of God, yes. she concluded her life, uh, you know, active right into the end, commissioning her uh, 15th UK Prime Minister just a couple of days ago. Mm. So uh, she, could, she could well conclude her life by saying, thank God I've done my duty. But you're absolutely right in pointing out to Jesus as King of Kings, and Queen Elizabeth understood that, and mm. uh, we, we rejoice to know that uh, that she died in submission to Christ, the Saviour and Lord, who is a servant king. Mm. And our prayer now is for King Charles, mm. that he will continue. Uh, now, he's had a lot of practice because the motto of the Prince of Wales is... Uh, uh, in German, in fact, it's a, a little German uh, phrase, ich dien, uh, mm. I serve. Mm. And he has well and truly served. Uh, Charles is the most philanthropic person in the history of the world. That, you know, naturally speaking, he's yes. raised more money for charity than anyone else in the world. That's true. Um, and, uh, and our prayer is that he will continue uh, in the footsteps of the late Queen Elizabeth as a servant monarch. And I have every hope that that's exactly what he will do. Yeah, I hope so. And, you know, whatever it is, uh, David, uh, you know, it's a very important thing when uh, somebody is uh, finishing this journey, you know, this life, uh, what the people say about that person. It says, oh, you know, you you looking back and you contemplate or you remember the good things or see good things, or you could say, ah, oh, it's good that the God took away <laughs> this person. I'm thinking of, of people like, you know, in, in Canada, you know, those people who killed a lot of people there and many others, you know, who, um, I believe many of people on this earth, they will say it's good that they are not, uh, anymore and may never been remembered in, uh, in a good way. But yeah. Hey, David, uh, thank you so much uh, for uh, sharing with us uh, on this, um, in, important day you know well, and thank you so much Nick. yeah it's anything else which you like to add in uh, in a mo- just a few seconds or um well just that uh, we are we are encouraged as god's people to pray for kings and all those in authority and i do encourage listeners to pray for king charles mm. because uh, he he will be a very different monarch to queen elizabeth because he will be much more an international operator Mm. Uh, I could well him, uh, imagine him moving all over the world, but particularly in the Commonwealth of Nations. The Commonwealth is the greatest family in world history, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful family. Uh, I think the grace of God is abounding within the Commonwealth and upon the life of the prince, and who's now the king. And, uh, yes, so let's pray for him yes. and pray that uh, he will exhibit the Christian faith uh, and commend Christ as Saviour and Lord. Yes, wonderful. Uh, thank you so much, uh, David. May God bless you. Thank and you. Uh, as you share around, you know, uh, yeah. working with uh, Family Voice Australia, um, I pray that uh, yeah, you'll um, uh, represent God, the Almighty God, the King of the Universe, uh, in discipleshiping. Yes. Thank you. God bless. Thank you, Nick.
This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And this is Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with uh, Nick Rita. We just have uh, David Lima from uh, Family Voice Australia sharing with us a little bit on this uh, breaking uh, news. Um, as um, uh, Queen uh, Elizabeth uh, II passed away. And um, I have with me uh, over the phone from um, New South Wales, um, uh, Brother Jason. Are you still there, uh, Jason? I'm still here, yeah. Very yep. good, very good. Now, Jason, <laughs> even before we are um, going into our topic today, now I had you before briefly on another program when uh, I, I had Ross from Western Australia, and you were in Western, uh, in Western Australia at that time. Can you give us a little bit of background, just briefly about yourself? Um, just maybe tell uh, what you're doing, you know, where are you mm. living and those sort of things. Yeah, um, no, not a problem. Um, yeah, so uh, about uh, nearly two years ago now, I uh, finished a ministry theology degree uh, and we didn't, um, we weren't picked up immediately in any churches, uh, so we just left it to God to lead us. And we ended up um, finding ourselves in Western Australia, where my wife came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was there and working as a volunteer pastor with Ross Craig, yes. um, who's a very very good friend of mine as well that I met at college. Um, and then about eighteen months after going over to Western Australia, um, we got uh, I, I received a message on my phone from um, Christian, who is the South New South Wales conference president and um, he wanted to have a talk with me and that was and anyway long story short Mm -hmm. we've uh, come over and I I accepted a position to do my internship at uh, the South New South Wales conference and I'm currently pastoring the three three churches there's Tumut yeah. Uh, there's also Tumbarumba and Coryong and they're both companies so it's quite quite exciting and I've been doing that for about five weeks Okay, and yeah, you right. moved with family there in uh, in New South Wales. Now you settled. Yeah, great. Yeah, we're we're all settled and and uh, enjoying it. Beautiful. And just uh, as you mentioned, Christian uh, Copacciano, you know, he's one of the founders of this uh, radio station, Faith FM. You know how interesting ah. is that uh, that you are, uh, <laughs> you know, part of this also now by sharing with our um, our listeners. Um, um, hey, uh, Jason, uh, just um, as uh, we are going to conclude today, you know, uh, the end of this week, for the whole week we had this, uh, um, you know, theme, Jesus, the Spirit and Discipleship. And we approached some of the questions like, uh, what is a disciple? And uh, Joseph uh, with uh, William, um, they did a great job explaining that, what is a disciple. Then we uh, ask this question, what does it mean to live as a disciple? Or how are disciples made? Is there a cost to being a disciple? This was all wonderful questions, you know. We we dealt with this every day of uh, of this week, and today we are going to ask this, uh, Jason. What is the evidence of a true disciple? Because you see, um, sometimes people pretend that they are 
you know, disciples or this and this and, and that, but uh, what is the evidence of a true disciple? And um, we are going to share on this a little bit more. And I'm inviting our listener, in case if you miss some of the previous programs, you know that you can listen back, you know, you on demand, you can go on our app, Faith FM Australia. If you haven't got that one downloaded yet, please do that because you can listen to us wherever you are. Even if sometime on the waves, you know, you can be a bit scratchy because of the signal and stuff like that. Uh, through the app, you can listen um, everywhere. You just need an internet connection. Please download Faith FM Australia app. Or otherwise, you can visit uh, faithfm.com.au and uh, yeah, you can also listen from there. Jason, I um, mentioned a bit earlier that we have also a special uh, offer, a book for our listeners. Now, um, are you able just to mention that offer? And I will tell the number again to the listeners. My dear listener, you can um, send us the text message on 04888881 with the code SA71. And this book um, will come to you. Please share with a little bit, uh, Jason. Oh, it's a it's a wonderful book. It's called the Invitation uh, Sharing Edition, mm-hmm. and it's written by Alejandro Bullon. Bullon. I hope I've mentioned his name properly, but um, it's it's really quite interesting. I've just been flicking through some of the stories uh, and the experiences that different people have had. Um, in regard to their circumstances and and how they've experienced God, um, I I actually have I've I've been drawn to a particular story which I'm I'm actually going to share at the end just a paragraph mm-hmm. uh, if we if we have time but just just the experiences and and the way that I think it would resonate with people's lives and resonate with that Christ isn't far from you, that he is close and that he can work through every situation and that, that he is supreme. Oh, that's that's beautiful. Yeah. Now again, uh, uh, the book, it's uh, called the invitation, the the, um, uh, true stories that will change your life by Alejandro Bullon. Um, You can request this free offer if you send a text message to zero four triple eight a zero eight double one with the code SA 71. No space in between SA71, just not to confuse our friendly robot who, who may ask you a couple of questions. Please uh, uh, don't hesitate to request this offer. And again, you can, through the same number, uh, be uh, with us today on this uh, program and share with us maybe um, what do you experience in your life in regard to um, discipleship. But right now, um, I may start with a question, um, uh, Jason, and probably that's that's one which I would like to a- ask right right at the beginning. How do uh, how do we represent Christ's character to the world? That's a um, that's quite an interesting question, actually. Mm. Um, there's in in this week's. Um, in in the uh, outline for our our prayer thing this week, mm-hmm. um, the number one heading that came up was "Love is the proof," right? And that it's quite challenging because people see 
there's there's so many sort of conflicting ideas and there's so many different ways that we see love. But the the main theme that's behind it is when men are bound by love, they show the working of an influence that is above every human influence. It really supersedes any sort of love that that we can kind of understand in our worldly context. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting that Jesus himself um, said that uh, um, this is how we glorify uh, the Father, you know, or glorify God uh, by mm. uh, by bearing much fruit, by bearing mm. much fruit, you know. God is God desire to manifest uh, through us all um, His holiness. Mm. You know, and the behavior of um, of the you know um, compassionate you know disciple who labor and brings fruit because of of what he does. Um, you know, mm. that's a very very interesting aspect of uh, glorifying God. And probably even mm. as I ask the question, you know, uh, how do we represent Christ uh, and Christ's character actually yeah. uh, to the world? Yes. Anything else would you like to yeah. add on that question? Oh, absolutely. Um, something that is interesting is that the Savior does not bid the disciples labor to bear fruit. It's not our labor that bears the fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What is the actual, what bears the fruit is that we abide in him and we abide with him through his word. Right. And that's just, it's, a totally different, it's a different idea to how we associate connection and relationships in the world. Which means, uh, uh, what you're saying here, uh, Jason, is that um, if we obey God, then um, people will see in us and uh, they will see the fruits. Yeah, whatever we do. Uh, instead of just forcing ourselves to show some sort of fruits to the world, you know, which, uh, uh, you know, uh, sometimes may be okay, but um, other times you may fail on that. But if you behave, you know, if you follow God properly, then it's a, it's a blessing from God to, mm. to bear fruits. Mm. Yeah. All right. There is another thought here. Um, in the, in the last, uh, you know, in the last meeting with uh, his disciples, the greatest desire which Christ, uh, Uh, expressed for them was that they might love one another as he loved Mm. them. And again, as we are talking today, uh, how can we determine if we are a true disciple, you know, and how we can recognize uh, people that they are um, good disciples. And he said to love one another as I loved you. Um, These things I commend you, he said, and he, mm. said, he, he said repeatedly this, that you love one another. His very first injunction when um, alone with them in the upper uh, chamber was a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you that he also mm. love one another. What a an wonderful thing, you know, and uh, Jesus show everyone on this earth what love is. And he was expecting those people who follow him to love one another as he loved them. And here we're talking about those disciples who, um, 
just to love one another is not their agenda, you know. <laughs> they have all sorts of agenda there, who to be first, what to do here and there. And you see, mm-hmm. but Jesus, it's, it's preparing them to do the most important thing. Yeah, what would you like to say on this? Oh, the, um, I think the idea of oneness that comes out, the unit, the idea of unity, I think there was, I don't think you could get a more haphazard group of men together um, as disciples. Mm. And yet the, the love that Christ showed to each of them and the love and the unity that he was sort of expressing, uh, people could see the fruit that Christ had been with them because of the way they treated each other. Um, the, the way that the expression of their lives was different. It wasn't a, it wasn't forced. It wasn't, uh, they were doing it because of, uh, they just wanted, uh, glory or anything like that. It was actual, true, genuine love. And you could see that it was, it shone out of them. That's right. That's right. And, um, you know, uh, love is the proof, actually. Love is the proof. Mm. Um, yep. When we talk about um, um, Christianity and serving, uh, serving each other, um, the whole work of grace is one of continual service of love, of self-denying, mm. self-sacrificing um, efforts uh, during every hour of uh, Christ's sojourn upon this earth, the love of God was flowing from him. Mm. And uh, how wonderful would be that um, people to see in us, you know, the love of God uh, every day, every hour of our life, not only when Mm. we are feeling good or when we want to do some good things, but just to be that in our nature. And that's, I believe, uh, uh, yeah, very, very important. Um, Now, uh, as I said, yeah, love is the proof. And Mm. this this love is the evidence of uh, the discipleship. Uh, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, said Jesus. If you have love unto one another, when men are bound together, not by uh, force or self-interest, uh, self, uh, um, but by love, they show the working of um, an influence that is above every human influence. And I like um, uh, another thought here, uh, where this oneness exists, you know, when this oneness exists, is the evidence that the image of God is being restored in humanity. Mm. And that's God's plan with us, actually, to restore that image which he created right at the beginning. Yeah, any thoughts on this? Yeah. That's um, the, the idea. I, I had the thought where, as, as you were mentioning it, the, the idea of restoration, like it's, it's not a new thing. Um, this is an age old, right from the beginning of time. Mm. It was God's desire to restore man, like mankind, to this connection and this oneness. Mm-hmm. So it was obviously it was obviously something that was lost uh, that Christ came to restore, and it's. I think it's a really powerful thing when we recognise that God 
that it's not Christ didn't come to do what he did to appease a wrathful God or anything like that. He was reinstating a relationship and something that already existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the idea of this is the idea where discipleship comes into it is that we we are not trying to learn something new. It's we're trying we're being restored. So our growth is returning to what we're what what God designed us to be. Okay, mm, that's yeah, that's very very good thought, uh, Jason. Now again, my dear listener, you can be part of this program. You can share with us uh, uh, how do you see the work of a disciple, or what is the evidence of a true disciple. You may mm-hmm. like to share with us, and you can send us a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one, and we'll be very happy to to chat um, with you in regard to the thought or the question which you may have. Now, again, I'm going to mention right now the um, free offer which we have because then we are going to take a short break the book which we have for today is uh, uh, called uh, The Invitation and this is a book by uh, uh, Alejandro uh, Boulon and uh, it's it's a very good uh, very good book uh, this sharing edition contains the story of people um, destroyed by life circumstances and rebuilt by the love of God. And we are talking about how important it is as a disciple to show that love which God shows us, showed us. And as you read the, the chapters of this book, you might even see a reflection of yourself in a mirror. Please uh, um, send us a text message to request this book with the code SA71. And the book will be yours. Again, the number is zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. Right now, we are going to take a short break, uh, have a song, and we'll be back with you shortly. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
James and John, beloved one. You heard Christ called to speak good news revealed in God's own song. Susanna, Mary, Magdalene, who traveled with your Lord, you ministered to him with joy, for he is God adored. Christians, one and all who follow Jesus' way, come leave behind what keeps you bound to trappings of our day, and listen as he calls your name to come and follow near, for still he speaks in varied ways to those he's called to hear. Leave all things you have and come and follow me, and come and follow me. Welcome back. This is uh, Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with uh, Nick uh, Krita and Jason is our co-host uh, <laughs> via phone uh, from yep. um, from New South Wales. It's good to have you with us uh, today, uh, Jason. And um, it's good to be with you. <laughs> yes. Um, hey, um, we are uh, talking about. Uh, what is the evidence of a true disciple? And just before the break, we mentioned quite a bit about what Jesus said um, to the disciples. You know, if you want to be a true disciple, you know, and uh, the people to know God through you, you need to love each other. You need to love one mm. another. And he emphasized on that aspect of uh, loving each other. And uh, uh, yeah, we talk quite a bit of that. I mean, if you have any passages in the Bible which you like to share, that will be also good, um, uh, Jason. Uh, but I would like now to move uh, a little bit um, and uh, just say this. Um, I mean, this love manifested in the church would will surely stir uh, the wrath of Satan, the enemy of God. You know, when we do the will of God, the enemy will uh, oppose, will try to do everything what he can to disturb us. And Christ did not uh, mar- uh, mark out, uh, you know, for um, uh, his disciples an easy path. You know, no. You know, he said that if you, if you, if the world uh, hates you, he said, you know, that they hated me first, <laughs> you know. Mm. And um, yeah, on this aspect, I would like to maybe um, just share a few thoughts. It's not easy um, when we commit ourselves and the song just which we play it was that invitation you know uh, to be a disciple you know and how how the disciples uh, even said to Jesus that we leave everything to follow you you know what we gain you know what do we get you know mm. and um, yes to be a disciples disciple of god involves um you know sacrifice involve mm. involves um all sorts of things that people may may come against you. Uh, but is that something to discourage us to become disciples of uh, Jesus Christ? Or that should uh, encourage us that we have God side by side with us? And, uh, 
And the disciples, uh, Jason, I, here, here probably I want to just see some of your thoughts. Uh, uh, what's the mm-hmm. role of the disciple, you know? Because the disciples, um, I believe they are called to share the good news, the gospel. Because Jesus said to them in Matthew 28, um, at the end of the chapter, he said there, to the Great Commission, as is known in the Bible, go and make disciples and preach mm. everything what I have commanded you. I mean, that's the role of a disciple, okay, to represent, uh, to represent God. Um, now, interesting, uh, what, what do you like to say on this thought? The gospel is to be carried forward by aggressive welfare. When I look at that word aggressive, I thought, what? I mean, in the midst of the opposition, says the, this uh, little article here, peril, loss, and suffering. But those mm. who do this work are only following in their master's step. Because Jesus uh, suffered all the, those things, you know, which he, he spoke about. Uh, what do you think about this? The disciple to share the gospel and to be very intentional. I mean, I use the word aggressive, but uh, I'm not thinking of the way to bash somebody, you know, <laughs> with, the, yeah, with the Bible. Yeah. But what what would you like to say in this aspect? It's very much, um, I think the term aggressive is a very active term. Mm-hmm. Um, like to be a disciple, like the evidence of discipleship, like you're, you're very active in forwarding the gospel. So, um, and sometimes it involves us just being, um, having resilience and uh, like there's, there's two thoughts that I had here. Uh, number one, there's, uh, through the prophecy of Isaiah, he declares, I've labored in vain. I have spent my strength for naught and in vain, yet mm. surely my judgment is with the Lord and my work with my God. So Israel be not gathered, yet shall I be glorious. Yet shall I be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. Um, it's sometimes it's just like with that discipleship and the evidence. The evidence is that that dogged determination, or like you mentioned, um, the intentional just forwarding of that of the gospel, and that intentional just stepping into that space. Mm. And just not, and just trusting and clinging on to Christ, um, clinging on to God, and that's all sometimes that we can do. Um, and the, the second part that comes into that is you see how much, and it's exciting when you when you read. But up, upon this world, Jesus rested, and He gave Satan no advantage. Mm-hmm. When the last steps of Christ's humiliation were to be taken when the deepest sorrow was closing about his soul, he said to his disciples, the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. Mm. The prince of this world is judged. Now shall he shall be cast out. Um, we, we don't labor in vain. Um, Christ was without reproach when he stepped to the cross. Yes. And he followed that. Um, and we have our example is, it comes from Christ. He stepped and he stepped into that space. And regardless of what we're seeing around us, we're, 
the evidence of discipleship is that we're following that word, even though the world, even though our circumstances look don't look favourable at the time, we know full well that I'm abiding with Christ and I'm walking with him and I know that he's leading me. Yes, absolutely. That's wonderful. Uh, and uh, I like that um, uh, that thing which you just um, mentioned that Jesus said, okay, the, the um, um, deceiver, you know, or uh, how did you put it there? Uh, um, uh, that he was, he was above reproach? Yes, yes. And so that, he, yes. he comes, but he doesn't find anything in me. Yes. You know, I, and that's, uh, that's interesting because the work of the enemy of Satan is to compromise us, you know, to mm. uh, trick us, to do something, you know, and maybe even even um, saying, oh, that's okay, you know, uh, that's okay uh, if you do this and that, nobody will know and things like that. And then he will um, shout our name out and says, you know what, what are you all, you're going to do? Are you a true disciple? You know, look what you've done, mm. this and that. Mm. And it's important that we put ourselves right with God every time because God promised us that if we confess our sins and if we repent, and you know, he will forgive us and he will not hold, and the Satan uh, cannot hold anything against us. And I think that's, that's mm. wonderful. And I like this thought, you know, I mean, I mentioned uh, again, when men are bound by love, they show the working of an influence that is above every human influence. You know, that's, that's a wonderful, uh, wonderful thing. Now, um, yes, as, uh, I, I like to just uh, quote something here. It says, Christ rejoiced that he could do more for his followers than they could ask or think. He spoke with assurance, knowing that an Almighty decree had been given before the world was made. He knew that truth, armed with the omnipotence of the Holy Spirit, would conquer in the contest with evil. And that the, the uh, bloodstained banner would wave triumphantly over his followers. He knew that the life of his trusting disciples would be like his. A series of uninterrupted victories, not seen to be such here, but recognized as such in the great um, hereafter. I thought, you know, I, mm. I thought I'll just um, uh, quote this uh, article here also because yeah, um, Jesus spoke with assurance mm. because he promised us that he will never leave us and will never forsake us. And that's what we need, a, a faith like his. Yeah, mm. a faith like his. Yeah. And a true, disciples, a, a true disciple need to show that faith in God regardless of the circumstances, I believe. Is anything which you like to mm. share on this aspect, the uh, yeah, faithfulness yeah. <laughs> of a disciple? Yeah. Um. Just really, just one word: confidence. Mm. Um. 
That's really, and it's exciting when you think about that ability that we have that absolute confidence that, well, getting, going back to the beginning of our conversation, we have that absolute confidence that in Christ's love for us, but also the love that is in the community of faith, mm. we also have that confidence that he can give us so much more than what we could ever ask or hope for. Um, and just like when we talk about faith, it is that utter undying, unbending confidence in Christ as our Saviour and our Lord and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's wonderful. Very important thing. Um, um, instead of, uh, uh, you know, deploring difficulties, they are called upon uh, uh, to um, to surmount, surmount them, you know. Um, mm. And I like uh, another thought here. They are to have power to resist evil. Mm. Power that uh, neither earth nor death, not hell, can master. Power that will enable them to overcome as Christ overcame. I thought that that's a wonderful uh, thought also because, uh, you know, nothing should uh, suppress us and, and our faith in God and our determination to represent, um, to represent God uh, on this earth. Mm. Any other thoughts? Um, I, I think one of the most amazing thoughts is the fact that Christ prayed for us. And when we see like, uh, so he he actually prayed a prayer to the Father right before he was before the cross. Um, Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee, as thou hast given him power over all flesh, mm. that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Um, to to know that the King of the universe uh, has prayed that prayer for us is is quite mind blowing, really. Mm, mm. I, I believe, and I believe that's why uh, we need to um, to love one another in that way mm. that we can uplift each other to God in prayer, mm. as Jesus did. I mean, He loved. So much, you know, the disciples and all those people around him that uh, he said, uh, Father, all those people who gave me, you gave me, I kept, <laughs> you know, with the exception mm. of one, which was uh, Judas. But um, he was interceding for uh, yeah. for his friends and for for the disciples. And we are called to intercede for each other also. We are uh, yeah. uh, called to pray for each other, and we may spend a little bit of time in prayer just as we finish uh, today. Uh, but just before that, I would like again to mention that we have a good book uh, as a free offer for you today, and that's uh, called uh, The Invitation, uh, True Stories that will uh, change your life by Alejandro uh, Boulon. And as I mentioned a bit uh, earlier, uh, 
this sharing edition contains the stories of people um, destroyed by life circumstances and rebuilt by the love of God. As you read the mm. chapters of this book, you might even see a reflection of yourself as in, in a mirror. It's a wonderful book to read and is yours. You just need to send us a text message with the code SA71 to the number 04888808811. And we'll be very happy mm. to uh, organize that this book will, will come to you. And if you have, uh, still, if you have some thoughts, don't hesitate to, to share with us on the, uh, on the message. On the same numbers, send us a, a text message and we'll be happy to share. Hmm. Jason, I'm wondering if we can spend a little bit of time in prayer to pray for each other, to pray for those people who are listening, to pray for the disciples of Jesus, which are many, Absolutely. I believe, in this world. How would you like to, uh, to start? And I may just uh, add also. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to start if you want to. Yes. Want to, want to close off? Yeah. Um, all right. Um, Father in heaven, I just thank you for the journey, um, the challenges and the love and all of, all of this journey and everything that comes with discipleship. I thank you that you have done everything to restore us and to restore the relationship with you again. I want to pray for those people that are listening today and ask that you will just touch them, help them to see that, Lord, you're on their side. You're on our side. You are, There is nothing that stands in the way of us gaining the victory because you went before us here. Lord, I just pray for the people that are really struggling with with life, with the things that are knocking them down. I want to pray that you'll help them to see and understand and realize and just have hope um, that situation that they're in, that there will be a breaking and a resolution and, and that, that they'll start to see you. Lord, I just pray for wisdom and faith. I ask for healing and just a blessing on everyone that is listening today upon the programs that are run, that everything, that they'll lead people to you. Mm. Uh, I pray for each and every person that is here today listening and and those that may listen afterwards. Um, I pray that people will feel inspired to to respond and seek to read this book. Mm. Um, there is so much in your word and so much, so many promises and we can have the power through you. And I just thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Dear Father in heaven, we want to just uh, um, continue to praise your name, to worship you through prayer, mm-hmm. to thank you for the great God you are, an almighty God, the creator and sustainer of all things. And through you, Lord, our life is sustained and you called us that amazing, great call to be your, your disciples. And you promise us that you'll be with us through the end. Help us, Lord, to be confident that you are with us. 
And if things, difficult things come across us in life, to remember that you've been through that before and you became victorious and you promise us that you'll give us victory, will not be let alone to be crashed if we trust in you. And I pray right now, Lord, for those people who may be discouraged, who may have some mm-hmm. things happening in their life that they, they cannot trust in you or they cannot, they say, where is God? Why these things happen? I pray, dear Father in heaven, that we all will have that faith in you and accept the things which we uh, may not change, but have that trust in you that what you have promised us, you'll fulfill. And you promised us everlasting life. You promised us that you want to come back yeah, to take us, to be with you forever, mm. for eternity. And that's a promise which you'll never let down. You know, that's a promise which you'll mm. fulfill. I just want to thank you so much for uh, being with us and uh, with our churches who are uh, focusing on this week more on prayer, having a, having a week of prayer. Mm. And I pray, Lord, that as we conclude uh, this week of prayer um, by, uh, by tomorrow, uh, we'll look and uh, recognize how your hand moved mightily upon us and to be assured again once more for your blessings. Thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you so much, uh, Jason, of uh, being with yes, us uh, no, today. It was wonderful. I would like to just mention this thing. This is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. My dear listener, God bless you and be with you as uh, you walk in the footsteps of Jesus. Please join us again next week when we are going to look at this topic, uh, has the end game commenced? And we will ask the first question, where to from here? Until then, may God richly bless you. What a friend we have in Jesus sins and griefs to bear What a privilege to carry Everything to God in prayer Oh, what peace we often forfeit Oh, what needless pain we bear All because we do not carry to God in prayer Have we trials and temptations Is there trouble anywhere We should never be discouraged Take it to the Lord in prayer Can Find a friend so faithful Who will all our sorrows share Jesus
Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Are we weak and heavy laden, cumbered with a load of care? Precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in Despise, forsake you. Take it to the Lord in prayer. In His arms, He'll take and shield you. You will find a solace there. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Everything to God in prayer.